Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specify. <laughs> Before we get started, this is episode number 61. Hey, my man podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Ben. You know what? I noticed every week we get more and more listeners and people may not know who we are. So maybe we should make sure to do that. We should have some kind of cool sign on. I was listening to there's a, I actually did find another local, a local podcast called Truth and Madness. I'm still feeling it out a little bit, but they have, they have this cool thing at the beginning where they're like, what is it? Truth and Madness. It's the search for truth. What does it mean to us? And they have like a spiel, but it's cool. They have like a. But does it say a, their names? A sign on. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> it's completely like. No, I think it does. It's TM and the Zan Man. We have a butt. We, we have a butt. Cool weekends in the morning. 97.1 FM. Cool weekends in the morning with Weenie and the Butt. WQHT 97.1. 97.1. We, 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 we have a butt. In the morning. Cool weekends. FM. Weenie. And the butt. I tried to listen to an episode this week, but I didn't have time to finish it. But they recorded it while they were bowling at Plaza Lanes in oh. Highland, Indiana. Well, that they're that close, huh? They're, yeah, I guess they're real close. And they like to talk about Sasquatches. Is that like a euphemism? I don't believe it is. I believe they like to talk about Sasquatches. I mean, we don't even know that there's one. You're talking about plural. They like to talk about Sas- plural. Sasquai? They like to talk about schools of Sasquatches and some other things. What do you like to talk about? Let me start off by asking you, do you and your wife switch cars? I don't give a shit. Uh, yes. Well, I have the car that I take to work to and fro. That's pretty much all I use it for is to go well, to I'm work. I'm assuming you come back. I go to, and then when I'm done, I come right. fro. I think. Well, you go fro. Right? You go fro? I don't know. You don't well, come I go fro. To, first, I go to, and then I was end up come coming fro. fro. I go fro. Right. Well... Uh, that's that, that's my work car. And we have the other one. Like I put a, that together. It's like an SUV because I told you. Right. That's what <laughs> I meant. Oh, okay, good. I'm uh, doing the math. All right. I uh, The other one is an SUV, and that one has the, the car seats. What's like the first one? We've said before. It's Could, a Civic. It's, all right. It's an 05 Civic base package with none of the frills, none of the bells and right. whistles. I don't like to splurge. I like how you things. specify. Yeah. It's, uh, everything, <laughs> Thanks, is, everything is manual. So anyway, at any rate. That only has one car seat, and I've never updated it to put another one for my daughter. We just don't. So if you have the other, it's a CRV. If you have that one, you have the kids. Well, normally, I just use mine, and I use it when I go to work, when I go to the gym, when I do whatever, when I eat tons of fast food. Because I think we've kind of touched on that before, but like I will hide my fast food like mm-hmm. a like a true like fatty on the inside. Like right. I'll... I'll, I'll well, I'm in the Civic today, so I can stop and get Wendy's and I'll just shove it under the seat or whatever. You know, and I hide it, and there's multiple bags, and it's pretty gross. Like, if you looked in there, you'd be like, you know, what the hell? So, the CRV has the, the car seats. I use it for all these other things, like I say. The other day, I am off during the morning, so the wife has some running around to do. I have the kids, and I can't be stuck with a vehicle with no car seats. So, 
I always have some trepidation about her using that car because it's just like, oh, what did I leave laying around? I know she's going to tell me how dirty I am. There's like things that I got, <laughs> there's like things that I got months ago that I left in seats or whatever. Well, she needs to use it. So she uses it. I said, oh, but, but how bad could it be? Right. So, okay, I'll clean it out. No big deal. Apparently, my car smells horrible. Wait, so she's going to go to use it. And you re- you take the time to clean it out? Like, you have to go there with a garbage bag? I don't. Like, oh, okay. I don't, I'm but I'm saying, this like, time you did. worst case scenario, if she was like, oh, man, there's there's litter and there's Wendy's bags and there's old... Yeah, <laughs> there's litter. There's, yeah. There's a... There's a why, like, why was there a half chalupa? Why the hell would you not finish a chalupa? Well, I couldn't finish one. Right. And I'm like, there's four wrappers right. crammed under the seat. They're all shoved, like, underneath my kid's car seat. There's, like, that little gap where the firemen will put the water... You know, like the water mm-hmm. noodles. They, they, that's how they know how tight it is to the back right. seat. That's how you know it's safe for your kid. Well, that's also a convenient spot to shove stuff. I like how you specify. So it. at any rate, <laughs> yeah, my wife uses it, and I say, okay, it's no big deal. And she comes back later. You would have thought she was giving me the results of an aid test, an AIDS test. It was just like. I was like, was that one or two? <laughs> you've got one aid. <laughs> the good news is you need full-blown AIDS, plural, right. in order to be really sick. You have AIDS. So, yeah, but she, it's like I come in the room. Have a seat. You know what I mean? Like I'm, on, like I'm on Shark Tank or something. It's like, have a seat. I think you know my dad, your mom. She had purchased that car, and I ended up using it, right? It was the older car. It was hers. It became mine for work. She's like, Ben, you've ruined my car. She's like, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think that it can. It was like the Seinfeld episode. She's like, I don't think that I can clean it, and we can eventually trade it in. Or like where George money. took the book into the bathroom? Yeah, that's the one. That's the exact one. Not the smelly car episode. Right. Not that one. Uh, I guess they both were. Really but she fly. was just like, "Yeah, it's 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 bad." And I'm thinking, okay, so maybe there's a little bit of garbage. I say you're probably smelling old food. You, maybe some some old, but I don't really think there's actual food, but paper and whatnot. And uh, she's like, "No, no, it's not. It's not that." I looked around. There's really. I don't think there's anything in there. You she's got like, the food it, guys. It, she's like, "It it it smells bad." And I'm like, "What?" She's like, "I don't know." I'm like. Like be over some smells. Someone telling you that it's that the area that you're in all the time and pretty much only you are in, and if they tell you, hey, it smells like shit, and they start chipping away all the reasons, because in your head you do you do you go through the stages of like of grief. You know, I do panic, depression. Right. I haven't got to acceptance yet, so I'm going. Well, maybe there's. Maybe the kids had some snacks. And then the nope. like, she's like, no, I looked. That's, I'm like, well, maybe it's uh, wrappers. Maybe uh, maybe I left an open container. Oh, maybe I have some old clothes. In the, it could have been in the trunk. There is a, a gym bag. Right. <laughs> That's how it went. I'm going, she's going, no, no, it's not. She's like, it just, it, it, it smells. It's bad. Did you go out and smell it? Well, here's the, here's the thing. I denied it. for we, we went back round and round, back and forth quite a bit. And I'm like, look, maybe, okay, I do, I go to work and then I come home. But here's the thing. If I work out after work, I shower. bag in there? No, dude, I shower, like, before I get in the car. Maybe it doesn't take, I don't know. But but still, you would think if you just go jogging for 30 minutes, whatever, and then you shower, get in your car, mm-hmm. shouldn't be that bad, right? So, so I'm freaking out. So what's going on? So I get in it to go to work that day and I'm like, nothing. Nothing. She, but she's you saying, can't smell your own. She's funk. saying she had to stick her head out the window like a Labrador, you know, doodle. in or like a Labradoodle in mid July. She's saying she had to stick with her tongue wagging out while she drove, which is a safety hazard. I don't think it's a good idea. No, it's probably not. 
So you're saying it's that bad. I get in. And then comes like, I'm almost to the acceptance stage. But I'm like, so if it, she's saying it's so bad that I personally smell so bad. Am I the smelly person? Am I horrible? Am I a smelly person? It's so bad. And if I get in and I don't smell it, so then what's really going on? What is going on? Oh, I don't know. If you if, if someone says, hey, this room smells horrible. You go in that room and you go, nah, I don't think so. Are they that sensitive? No, I think that Or do you, you not smell your own brand? You, I don't think you smell your own brand. You don't smell your own brand? I don't. I don't. I never noticed that you smell bad, but you know what? Now I'm going to have to take a, a second <laughs> whiff. This is... this. I'm uh, going to have to... Is the, is the car's out there? The car's out there. I'm gonna after we're done, I'll go check it out. But I got in the car after work, after I'd been away from it for a while, and then I got in. and I was like, "Yeah, it smells a little. Doesn't smell good. It smells great, but it's not like I oh, have one I'm, of those like, throwing up." My sister, who's a chef, has always given me the credit that I have a, a really good palate for taste and smell. So I'll be able to narrow it down to oh, a couple. I of want items. you to get in. I want you to get in and take a big like, get in there, roll the windows up. I definitely will. And then if it smells, are you gonna be like, "Yeah, dude, you're just a smelly." Yes, I might actually record me smelling it, and then I'll. Then play what do it you next, do I'll about that? Week. If I, well, nothing. You just people have to, don't tell yeah. people. Don't I guess I'll smell you. Yeah, and then I'll smell your car. Yeah, and I'll know if you personally smell, or if it's maybe something that you're bringing in me your shoes or. I but don't know. this is hap- now at thirty three. At thirty three, this is not happening. She married you. She, had she two married children me with you. Yes, you can't smell that. Bad. I didn't go through my whole career. I didn't go through my whole. Dating life with women going, oh, you smell so bad, I want to vomit. But I, but I got into my a, a, a friend, family member, his car uh, not too long ago to just get a quick ride from Hammond to Highland. And the whole time I was thinking, like, holy shit, dude, it smells like this guy does arm wrestling contests in here. Uh, he just brings in like hobos to <laughs> to to just you know do over the top. That's what you say. Well, you can put in. Think about it. You can put <laughs> Imagine in. Imagine what he's saying. About whatever, you. whatever pump up soundtrack you want, you can put in the CD player, and you can arm wrestle hobos gotcha. and stink that fucker up. So, he but he, obviously he didn't seem to mind because it was his brand, right? So you might get in my car and go, "Holy shit!" I'll let dude, you know. What's I'll up? be honest with you, and I'll record it so everyone will know. I will promise. And you. And then, but then, but then I'm gonna have to. What I'm gonna have to get a detail. That's like a hundred bucks, uh, right? No, you can leave it as long as you don't care. I, I can't. Don't, leave I'm it. never gonna get in it. Again. I can't leave. I can't leave it. Huh? I'm not okay. I'm not. I, I can't accept I don't know it. What to tell you? Well, th- you need to tell me something because I. Or I'm airing it. I'm putting it know. out there. Let's see how bad it is first, and then we'll. we'll I'm we'll, putting we'll, it out there in the alternate that I'm at 33. I may be finding out that I'm the smelly. I will. I will. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. Got Stitcher? We're on it. So get it. Stitcher's an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smart way to listen to radio. Your brother. Uh, Got in contact with me via the the hotline and Detail. basically uh, he didn't want to give his side. He responded, yeah, he gave his side of the story, basically saying that he thought it would be that would be the most convenient and quickest way to pay you to to for him, for him, yes, yes, that was, uh, that was nice of him, yeah. So <laughs> so that that was his. Uh, I wasn't able to. I mean, it was it was a long message, so I wasn't able to. And it was. Uh, poor did he quality. tell a different story? Than no, I did? he just basically was said he that, like he's full of shit. No, I'm no, he factual. just said, hey, I'm, I didn't realize it was that much of a pain in the ass. I thought it would be a quick <laughs> one-button, you know, situation. So that's his... Uh, smelly people where, don't where know they're at? smelly. Did you get your money? Crazy people don't know they're crazy. Did you get your money? I, I mean, did he, get my money He explained it to me. Did he tell you? Uh, what, what, what do you mean? I mean, what did, how did he... 
Well, he what, just came over and gave you your money, and he was like, "No, Here. no." What happened? This Since week, the first I heard of it was on the podcast, I I talked about it last week on the podcast. If you didn't listen last week, my brother and I had a <clears throat> little tiff about how he was going to pay me a twenty seven dollar debt. He wanted to use a uh, app, an internet a, website, a, a Chase app. Bank app that I would have to get and uh, get a username, and, and we had a a disagreement about how much legwork I was supposed to do to get my money. I will say that you did add Voxer to your phone and set up a name and password for that. but that I don't think I need out. a password for Voxer, no? do you? Oh, no. I may, maybe it just goes right to your Facebook or your Twitter but or But to whatever. be fair, I resisted you at first. I was like, I'm not going to walkie-talkie. what did I say? I just, just try. try it. And, and if you don't like was it, right. you can get rid of it's it. It's amazing. It's yeah. a great app. Yeah, you were right about one thing. So, uh, yeah, so that was it last week, and I hadn't spoke with him for a few days it was a couple of days, whatever. I just kind of let it sit there. I was thinking about what what my next move would be if I if at all. Well, I get a message from them the other day. It says, "Hey, are you home?" I say, "Yeah, what's up?" I think he's gonna come over and be like, "You know what the hell, man?" Like, uh, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Just give me like, that's it, and then he just me, leaves. He's gonna go, "Hey, what the hell?" And, and, then, and then just man, Jesus! hey, my man, yeah, throw a right hook at me. <laughs> I look at you, go ask that bitch for some money. <laughs> but uh, no, I say, "Yeah, I'm home, no problem." And then I hear a little noise outside. I see a flash of light, a little, a little rusty metal sound. And I'm like, what the? I go, I go out there. I see my brother speeding away in his Honda. I look, and from my mailbox, there is a heavy-duty plastic sealed bag with thirty. He left da- the money in the mailbox. He left it hanging from the. You know how the underneath the mailbox there's the two what hooks? is going on with this guy? You know how there's the two hooks? Yeah. That you put a newspaper yeah. on. No one ever does, but yeah. you can. I'm just gonna leave cash out there. He left. He knew I was home. I think he just knew I'd find it soon. I don't, hopefully, that would have been even funnier if I was like, "What money? What are you talking about?" Well, there's a heavy duty bag, and there's thirty. I think pennies come in one dollar rolls, right? Yeah. There's no, fifty cents. Fifty cents. Yeah. Okay. In that case, there's sixty. There's thirty dollars <laughs> worth of. Uh, pennies, each individual pennies, and they're all rolled up in tubes. Like he went to the bank and said, "Can I get good pennies for him for all these?" I can appreciate that. Yeah, I I appreciated it too. I was like, "Well, that's all right." You know, if if we're going to get in the ring and start throwing, then that was a haymaker. I yeah, enjoyed I think it. He won. It felt good. Game over. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> this round, yeah, <laughs> the the it won the well, battle. Well, he left a message in regards to. Um, so basically, he started listening to the podcast. I was thinking Johnny about completely. Saying, I was real quick. I was thinking about saying like, okay, uh, maybe I shouldn't step on the lead a little, but it's fine. I was, since since you made it so hard for me to get that money, now it's in change. I have your ticket. You just have to use this. Here's a here's a treasure hunt. Here's a treasure map. <laughs> yeah, it might take you a half an hour to find it, but you know it'd be like. I'd oh. also tell him to get his own ride to the. Uh, we'll see you there. Here's <laughs> well, your ticket. It depends on how many people are going. <laughs> All right. Well, here's his message. He left a message basically telling us that. Uh, well, you'll hear it. Hey, this is Mark. I'm listening to the new episodes as they come out, as they're released, and I'm also working my way forward from the back. So I oh, started okay. with 30, Sweet maneuver. 30, 37, and I'm on like Stay current, now, yet, and yet fill no, up. I'm 43, and it's been one of your best episodes yet. Tell Ben, I, I totally know that group that he's talking about at the Highland Public Library. It is always the same people. I'm in there all the time. And I wanted to ask him if he saw the guy that looks like Jeff Daniels. Obviously, you're not a golfer. <laughs> because I got a picture of that guy. He looks so much like Oh, Jeff send Daniels. the picture, and dude. the old, crazy-looking Oriental uh, guy. I told you about like the Asian. Eight 
scalp hairs and really sunken in eyes that cost a lot. Good description. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? <laughs> He's always there. And then the really loud, like, slightly retarded guy that's real tall and looks like John Steele. <laughs> uh, I got it's a cast of, like, 20. I got them all on lock and memory. I know exactly who he's talking about. That guy's always wearing a Bulls hat, by the way. The last guy he's talking about is always wearing Chicago sports memorabilia. So, obviously, you, you, you know all the same people. He didn't give his side about the money or anything. He just called to say some other stuff. No, he just basically said he thought it was the quickest, easiest way to pay you. Like I said, there was no elaboration. Okay. He's wrong. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> on Wednesday, we've we talked about this a ton of times before, uh, probably a running theme that me and Ben do not usually hang out or uh, communicate too much outside of the podcast. And if we do uh, via our new Voc, the Voxer app we're using, it usually is about the podcast ideas or whatever. So Wednesday, we decided to go out and have some beers at Bridges Scoreboard in Griffith. Um, and... Uh, the hotbed of activity. <laughs> yeah, this was like at like nine forty five at night. We got there, and uh, we sat in a restaurant where there was zero other customers. And uh, this is in the front portion. In the back portion, they were playing some sort of trivia game. So it was yeah, to be fair, we weren't trying to to go where it was hopping. We were looking for a place that would be kind of. But the crazy thing was, is I didn't realize. Uh, I don't know. As the night went on, it was like. I don't know, 12 o'clock, 12.30. we just been sitting there having a couple of beers and some French fries and, and bullshitting. And uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the uh, the door, like to the back of the business, which would be on, I guess, the uh, the north side of the business, comes flying open. And this this dude wearing like a, like a leather jacket with, you know, the raised Harley Davidson embossment on the back of the jacket comes in. This guy's, just to paint a picture, he's like probably... I don't know, 62, 60 to 62 years old, slick back hair, drunker than a skunk. And the basically comes in at probably about this point in the song. Probably used to be a truck driver, but the boss had it out for him. I don't think this guy used to be anything except for a <laughs> resident of his mother's basement where, bar- he, where he probably now owns the house because she's just, she's just died off. Sometimes I'm a bar back when people call <laughs> off. So there's literally me and Ben... A bar, which consists of a bartender and another gentleman sitting down, which has got like a NASCAR jacket on or whatever. He's obviously a uh, a staple at the place. America. Um, And this asshole. So he's, we're having a conversation in the next room. And as you can assume, as the song starts to build, you know, Ben is just telling me like, hey, this song's a piece of shit. Um, (laughs) I don't like it. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I'm trying to time this out right, and I missed it again. But as you can assume, the song starts building up, and this jerk-off starts singing at the top of his lungs, almost like he thinks there's going to be a bunch of people. Like, he's going to turn from the bar, and everybody that's in the back of the bar has now migrated up to the front of the bar because they can hear his voice. Yeah, he did have that sense of, like, like he thought there was going to be some, like, communal moment between everybody. You know, like, shit's about to get big, boys. Like, well, Ben was yelling stuff from the room we were in. Like, really? Really? Okay, dude. I think I said whoever played this is an asshole. Well, the guy, I think he did, um, like, the thing where he puts his his fist in the air. And as the song starts to, right right here, you know, he's pulling it down nice and slow. This dude was almost, like, 
he like choreographed this move. Like, like dramatic I, interpretive dancing. Yes, it, but he was the only person there beside. Uh, he must have been doing it for the one guy and the, the female bar. There was his, du- his douchebag buddy that he. That's met. what I'm saying. But that guy didn't seem like he was about it. He at first he was just kind of sitting there with his head down in his beer. I don't think they were meeting each other. They just happened to show up at the bar every night at the same time. Exactly. So you can imagine what's happening right now. This guy is. He's basically singing at the top of his lungs. Not right now, but as the, the beer, words come on. The beer and all of his teenage memories are encouraging him. Like right now. Like they're right. ter- like it's like fake motivation. This guy so now the other guy who was sitting quietly, he starts singing. And no one else is singing with them, but they're they're giving it their all. They're putting everything they have into it. Yeah, it's like look, they've been working hard all week. All they, all they want to do is come pay 75 cents to hear a freaking stick song. And Ben is still yelling from the back about how shitty the song is, how annoying the guy is. And then all of a sudden, as that song starts dying out, this song turns on. But you need, it needs to be said that these songs weren't by accident. They no. didn't just like come in the bar. This well, dude like burst I, through with his Harley I Davidson jacket. Somebody He must have called ahead and told the other guy, hey, give me about a one-minute lead-in. Go ahead and hit A7, and then text me when it's time. He's like, I'm just passing Colfax. I bet you the... <laughs> push. T- when I say go, push A7. No. I bet you the other guy told him, hey, the room is packed. Are you still the there? The room is totally packed right now. Push it. Push it now. Push it now. Push it now. <laughs> so he thinks he's coming in. He's like, we got a full crowd tonight? Oh, yeah. I want you to come in like Arthur Fonzarelli. And the guy came in, and literally there was nobody there. But he still he still performed like it was a, a you know he was at the uh, the Acropolis. What if it's like something they do all the time? He's like, I'll be there in four minutes. Plan A, set in motion. One of the greatest ideas of all time. So as this song comes on, he's like the, eagle the guy he's doing the thing where he's swaying back and forth, where you would normally see you would think that in a bar where it was a bunch of dudes or women or what mostly dudes singing this song. He's the only guy. And again, giving it his all. So Ben ends up uh, leaving to go to the bathroom or whatever, and our check comes. And I walk up there to uh, to pay our bill. And I notice that now there's a third guy. He might be the owner of the business or something. And uh, this guy is, this guy is uh, they're talking to the drunk guy, and they're saying, hey, you got to, uh, we're going to get ready to close up. And he says, no way. I must put $20 in the jukebox. We'll be going all night long. But he looked around for acceptance and it was just me. And then the other guy sitting at the bar with a NASCAR jacket and a Coke nail about, looked like a highlight basket. And I'm like, really? Uh, who are you talking to? And the bartender he literally just like, was like, I'm turning the jukebox off, asshole. So that this is about to, this is about to be over. He's like, no, nah, it's going to be me. Billy Joel, and and what's your name? <laughs> and Dave, <laughs> and highlight Coke basket mail guy. So, I'm hoping that you know as time goes on, we can uh, we can do stuff out at you know different locations. And yeah. I'm I'm giving the the place was fine. Don't 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 take this as was, yeah. Waitress was really she nice. She kept coming it. back trying to give us more drinks, and I was like, slow down. Right, but. The place was fine. This this guy was just this guy would have been an idiot in any bar in any city. I had there's one, two, three, four, five of them in any in every town and every bar. So absolutely, I have a distinct feeling though that like that was his bar. There's no way that's the first time. 
not the owner, but his local. Like, he he must have lived within crawling distance. I think that's a cool move, though, if he could really time out his entrance. But I think he should come up with a better song. Kung Fu Fighting. <laughs> D-Savall. Um, while we're on the subject of local area stuff, uh, we got to talking while we were uh, while we were bullshitting about just, you know, growing up in the area or whatever. You're kibitzing. And uh, we started talking about both me and Ben at one time or another collected vinyl records or, you know, we're big into music. So we were talking about uh record store, like independent record store owners. And, I think and, I was and frustrated one... because I couldn't, I wanted to buy a CD and I, I, I was like, where, where do you buy a CD? Like you can't. That's how the, con- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then I told you, Hey, I know a guy who <laughs> runs this place and he's pretty much got everything you'd, you'd want. And as we're talking, I'm starting to describe the place and the guy, and he's like, oh, I know that place. Absolutely. Um, and uh, so we, he was like, the problem with that is it's kind of a a newer CD, and this guy like kind of like uh, he's got a pension for the old, not really the new. And when yeah. he does have he, – he's a rule abider, and he's just a, a real interesting character. He can find you more unique uh, stuff that you're looking for, you know, niche records, but – if you want something that's just coming out, it's, it can be a little tougher. It's so hard to explain. So uh, just imagine this. Hey, man, how's it going? Pretty good. Look, uh, I know it's Monday, and I know tomorrow the new Silver Sun Pickups record comes out. Yeah, let's um, um, Here's the thing. I, I, I know they hey, ship I'm them. I'm going to probably ask you to move your car uh, they get pretty crappy about you parking out there in the front. Yeah, I just, I I, you know what? I saw there's a sign that asks you to park around right, there. Right, Not I saw, my issue, I saw but that. it's more of a zoning thing. Sorry about that. I, uh, you know, but here's the thing. I'm not going to park long. I just, uh, I just, I just want to grab that record because I know you get them a little early. I know that, like, this is the place to go, so. I haven't looked through the boxes, but I, I probably bet that it's back there. Yeah, but they, they ship them today so that you can put them on the shelf tomorrow, so. What I'm saying is, like, I've been coming here since like, 1991, and uh, and I just want I just want to grab that record real quick. Cause I'm going out of town, so I don't want to try to hit it Best Buy because I know you're the guy to come to. Like, you're the dude that gets yeah, it. Oh so. yeah, it's a little bit more expensive here. But, yeah, uh, I mean, I don't mind spending I mean, a few bucks. Supporting local music just keeps right. this shop running, you know. Yeah, I yeah, that. yeah, and I'm for that. that. So, so I don't mind if this CD costs 17 instead of 11, but uh, uh, the can I, can I just get it real quick? And then I'll just, I'll move my car. Well, it comes out, and there's a poster right there. It says it comes out on the 5th, and I, I wrote it on the grease board. It says the 5th. Yeah, I, I, I think we kind of covered that. So, can I just, but could I just get a copy of it, though? That way I could, because like I said, I'm going out of town. Well, if I'm I not going to be here tomorrow. If and, I give uh, one to you, then I'm going to have to give one to everybody else. Well, so, so if you sell it to me, then I'll buy it, and you won't. Have to worry about Probably. not having made a sale today. I don't have it out on the shelf, though. I know there's a couple of other ones by them. Uh, there's a live EP, and I know there was an import. You do have that box, though, and and if you could just open it for me, I, I, I would pay you money for it. Well, and technically, uh, I like to leave the box closed until the day. Look, of. if if I buy it, you're going to make fifteen bucks today. Well, I, you're going to make fifteen dollars, and you're going to make four bucks profit. So, can I just have that CD and move? It says the fifth. That's the thing. So if is, you come back, I mean, I'm probably be open somewhere between nine and ten thirty tomorrow. I just, I just kind of. There's some other stuff out there. There's a T-shirt if you like. A, you want to get a T-shirt from the band? I just need to get the CD so I can, so I can 
No, I appreciate it. I haven't it been here, really dude. Like I haven't it. been here in six years. And I, I, I just know this is the place where I can get a record. And, and I just want to get out of here. So. Well, I appreciate it. Can I just buy this album and go? Because well, I know it's in the box. I, I, I hate to point it out. I know I, I went over it, but uh, <laughs> it says on the Greece. I wrote it. and I did it in like an old right. English. It, it comes Some out. People, it's harder to tell, but it says the fifth. On the, on the fifth. And today's, but it, today's I know the when you walked in, there's a new Illinois entertainer that came out yesterday. But here's the thing. On the fifth, I won't give you one dollar. And today I'll give you... 17. So no, you can come back first thing in the but morning. But I'm not going to. I'm leaving. You're going to be out of the area? That's, that's Yeah, I'm leaving. So so you want to just do this now and then we can well, just... Well, technically, uh, I don't like to open the boxes until the next... Yeah, but I got a road trip and I'd love to hear it. I'm not going to be able to help you. I don't think... I did see that we did get a couple of uh, Skid Row shirts in. and uh, Yeah, they're, they're a good band. I just You like uh, you like the Gruesomes? There's a... Uh, there's one of those rip-off boards on the on the cork board. Hey, do, little... you have, do you have a Wi-Fi connection? I just need to get on Taurus. Oh, and no. just, and just I don't have that. I'm just going to go download this record. I'll, I'll see you later. All right. That's probably, I mean, that's for, probably word for word. I just think that anybody who's probably from, from, I would say now, 15 to 50 knows and is from this area knows exactly who this yeah. guy is but he he's just one of many of these types of people he's not i don't think he's a he's a snowflake that's for damn sure <laughs> but he definitely has his uh his place in time here in northwest indiana well so. he he it's so funny because that dude like embodies that place like it's right. it's him like i it's like yeah. he, it's grown on him like a like a boil or some sort of a uh, yeah a like, like he just went into an abandoned building one day and was like well I guess I'll I can't do the I'll just hang out here he just for a while started and stocking uh, like one by one tapes he's like I'll just sit here and listen to my walk man and then just started setting his right tapes somebody build a shop around him I guess I'll get a crate then I'll put these in the crate and the next thing you know there's crates and walls and it's uh, almost like when you see a gigantic pool table and you're like how did they get in there like oh well we built the building around we put that in, in the that guy's essentially like a ship in a bottle that's <laughs> what you're saying absolutely but if you need an old Marilyn Manson shirt long sleeve <laughs> it's the only sp- I don't know where else you could well what's funny about this uh, I mean the, the, he definitely knows his shit and uh, if you go in there asking for something that's, he will, uh, that he, he doesn't approve of he'll get, he'll bust your balls over it too yeah, so. yeah. Um, I still always feel really embarrassed buying something that I didn't think he would like <laughs> You know, I'd be like, hey, I just need, I just need these two CDs, but like, I wouldn't make eye contact with him because I know he'd be like, those bands suck. (laughs) You know what I mean? I would feel like ashamed. Can I just, can I just have these real quick? So, this brings me to uh, another. uh, I mean, while we're on the topic of customer service, something I constantly am bitching and complaining about. uh, Nothing in this country bothers me more than uh, the way that companies and people treat their customers. It's more annoying than skinny jeans or people wearing uh, knit winter hats inside with short sleeve t-shirts. <laughs> you know, there seems to be that that thing. There's this attitude of, well, I'm only making X amount, so I don't have to, you know, I don't when have did that to be change, polite. Though? Because it didn't, you used to only do that. It used to be like, you have to do this because you're only worth this right, right. now. But if you do it well and, you know, if you shine... But it seems, yeah, there's a bit more of just, you know, it, this is only eight bucks an hour, so, right. so suck it, dude. And it, yeah, it, it gets it gets pretty rough. This would be a good opportunity while we're on this for someone to uh, 
send us tweets at Hey My Ben, Hey My Man 2012, or Stupid Dave Inc. Uh, on Twitter, or hit the Facebook up, or the call in line where you can leave a message. If this is pretty universal, if you've been somewhere and received horrific service, or somebody did something really weird, or made you lose your appetite, or any kind of basically service that that went wrong. This, consider this your Yelp that you can say as many F words yeah, as you want. Yeah, call 219-237-9040 and leave us a message. And uh, if it's if it's good, we'll play it. Um, so, you know, think of something along the lines of a bad customer service experience. Because I feel like and we'll be able to get a lot of them. We will definitely uh, add it to this segment that we're calling Customer, customer As you can assume, this is just my luck. I had a couple of these experiences in the last two weeks. Going back real quick to uh, when I went to the movies to see RoboCop, when I walked in, I told you there was only like a handful of people in the theater, and that includes even the employees. And when I walked in, there was nobody at the, you know, they have like the ticket counter. There's nobody standing there. Well, this guy comes running across from behind the popcorn thing. He must be doing like all the functions. And he's got these like Wolverines, like puffy side. This guy can't be older than 19 skinny giant puffy sideburns uh black frame glasses total hipster what color sideburns black oh i'm sorry i didn't say black you are a gaping asshole we both know this uh little skinny nerd and uh i i just like joking around because there's nobody in the building i'm just like hey i go where's the crowds man it's thursday night you know or it was friday i think i go you know this movie opened yesterday and, I mean, it's not like they're only showing that one movie. I was just kind of saying, like, where is everybody? And he's like, oh, I don't know. You know, just didn't really want to engage with me. And I go, two for RoboCop. They could, they could be a home. I mean, they <laughs> yeah. could be at a store or they, whatever. They could be at the record store. They could be at a gas station. I don't know, sir. So I was like, well, I'm here for RoboCop. And he's like, oh. And I go, I can't believe everybody's not here. I go, this movie just opened up. And he goes, it's RoboCop. Did he say, like, yeah. oh. And I'm thinking, Dude, you're supposed to be upselling me, not downselling me. I'm like, oh, I go, hey, I didn't see any of the reviews. Does the movie suck? He goes, yeah, it's RoboCop. Like that again. And I'm like, hey, let me tell you, man, you're a little too young to understand what really? RoboCop's all. Like then I got defensive for RoboCop. Yeah. Like in, in everything that the, the history of RoboCop, like the, the lineage. How do you know about RoboCop, Yeah, exactly. Kid? Douchebags. I can't believe without you humor. with your kid there, too. Well, that's, like, that's the what part. if your kid was pumped to see it? Well, like, obviously Ugh. I was. Here's the bad part. I was wearing a RoboCop shirt. So the guy <laughs> knew he had to know I was down. So here's the thing. How many times do you see a guy come in, a grown man come in with a RoboCop shirt? And you know that's the one guy that's there to really enjoy it. Now, if you've seen it. If I, I asked him. more than four or five times, I'd be lying. If I asked him, if I go, hey, did you see RoboCop? And he goes, yeah, I did. It, was, it really sucked. Then I'd be like, okay, great. But when I asked him and he's like, no. It's RoboCop. Like, I wouldn't like of course it's stupid. It's RoboCop. And I would, you know. Like, so, and, 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 and in association, you're stupid for right. wanting to see it. Just I was please, like, dude, you're representative me. of this business. So I don't understand, like, how you continue to be employed. Dude, we could end the show right now <laughs> if you tell me that your RoboCop shirt didn't have sleeves on it. What do you mean didn't have sleeves? Of course it, it was, didn't have sleeves on it. It, it was short <laughs> sleeves. 
No, I mean, if it was sleeveless. Oh, no, like a muscle shirt? Dude, if no. you wore a sleeveless it's, RoboCop it's a, shirt. It's a, it's a, uh, I would have dropped Omni, the mic and walked Omni away. Omni-consumer product shirt. So if you're not really a RoboCop person, you may not know that it wasn't It wasn't a picture of RoboCop's head or, you know, <laughs> yeah. dead or alive, you're coming with me or anything like that. But uh, I appreciate it. Even it, my kid was like, yeah, you can't wear the shirt of the show to the show. It didn't fit yeah. good anymore, did it? <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> what are you no, talking about? Joking. I know it's the same one from like '87. <laughs> I just keep thinking about you doing the robot noise to hand him the money. You're like, drop it, giving him the cash. Your move, creep. Here's your change, creep. <laughs> <laughs> Something super corny. I should have done that. It would have been sorry. awesome. Remember, I told you like a week or two ago, I ordered this Chinese food, and the guy was like an hour and a half late. It was probably like a month ago. Yeah, yeah. I talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, I came over and ate so some of it. I was like, yeah, that's right, you did. So I basically everyone was like, I can't believe you'd still order fruit knowing me. I can't believe you. And I go, Hey, I just, their food's really good. So I, I kind of give them a break. I ordered food again from there again. It was 40 minutes late. So are you going to say where? No. Yeah. It's uh Jay's Peapod in Lansing. I love them. I know. Well, you're so good. Well, so listen, <laughs> I give them my credit card over the phone usually. And that way, so you know, I, don't have, I don't have cash laying around. I just, and I just sign for the food or whatever. But the problem is when you do that, they already have your money. So they could be, they could come whenever. And it's, you know, even if they never come, they still got your, they still got your money. When you order it over the phone, uh, how many times do you have to say your name? It's not my name. It's my, it's the spelling of my street. The street? Yeah. They ask it several times. For yeah. It. I used, they'll I used they'll to repeat it, order it. Like the same things I'm telling them. And I'm like, yeah, you got it. I used to always order it from work and I order the same couple things. I just needed the sesame chicken or the general chicken. Okay, name. Okay, name. It's Ben. Okay, Ben. Ben. They would tell me, like, Dave? <laughs> no, it's Ben. Ben. Like they just right. couldn't get. I'm like, it's one syllable, dude. So it's kind of hard to. Why screw. didn't you just come up with a name that you knew they they don't need your name? You're paying cash, right? I should have been. Yeah, I should have <laughs> been like Soonly. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, so I my, called my this, name is Ryu. I call. <laughs> I called the guy back. Forty minutes later, I'm like, hey, my food's not here again. I just had this issue like three weeks ago. I've been ordering from you guys for like ten years. Where's my food? And the guy was like, your food on the way. And he hung up the phone on. <laughs> Ah, really? Oh my God, was I pissed! But what do you do? He's already got your now. At this point, you know I wasn't going to be an asshole to the delivery. I did say when yeah. the delivery guy got here, I was like, "Where were you? What's the problem?" And he's like, "Nothing. They just gave me the, the stuff right Mr. now." Stein, you always way. so difficult. <laughs> you always so difficult every time. I just basically said, you know, I gave him, I gave him the, the normal tip I give, and he left, and I was like, "That's it for me." But I mean, this is the the, the manager of the business who was I was on the phone with because I forgot to ask. I said, "I need, to, I want to talk to the manager." And this, it was probably not. It was just some guys like. Who's there? Uh, what do you want? Is this the Stewart residence? Why are you here? Uh, I've come about the what room. What do you want? I've come about the room. Go ahead, go away. I, I, do you have a room to rent? Not for rent. I thought it was for rent. Fuck off. You just think so? It was the cook. <laughs> what do you? You don't like a rice? <laughs> so this guy, like, literally, here's how he was. You don't want it. You don't. Want, you don't. You don't like the way it's going to be. Too bad. It's on its way. I, what can I do to make it faster? Nothing. So. It'll get there when it gets wow. there. It's almost like my mom. Like when you're driving, you're like, how long till we get there? How long? Are we almost there yet? And they go, we'll get there when they get there. Yeah. There's really only. Food ready. Here's the when thing. food ready. Basically, he's right. It will be there when it's there. However, that's not the way you treat customers. Yeah. Well, of you course know? he's right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it we'll is what it is. We'll get there when we get there. We'll get there. He's like, it already left. I'm like, when? And he just hung up the phone on me. Like, he wow. was not willing to have any more conversation. And, That's and a shame. I didn't call him back. I was defeated. That doesn't happen to me very often. That's I was a like, shame you know what, dude? <laughs> Checkmate. 
<laughs> that doesn't happen very often. And this, so take it one step further. So that's how you take the wind out of Dave's yeah, sail. Absolutely. And end game. You just you just are you just be as unwilling to to bend as I. Definitive and then right. quit. Yeah. Last week we went through Dunkin' Donuts and as we're coming through, I so we order a couple of coffees is all we got. And as we come up to the window, I give the guy my credit card, right? I just hold it up and he do, he never told me the total. He just I just said, "Hey, we'll have two large ice cappy blasts." And he's like, "All right, pull around. Give you, you know, whatever." So we pull up to the window. I have my hand out with the card. He takes the card and he runs it through the cash register and he just hands it back to me. He's like, "Your your stuff will be ready in a minute." And I turn to my wife and I go, "Is this guy kidding?" So he opens the door again. I go, "Hey, how much did you how much was was my charge? What did, what did you charge me for?" And he's like, oh, uh, you know, the two ice, you know, the coffees. I go, okay, great. I go, you don't tell people before you run their credit card through? I mean, what if you got the order wrong? Wow. But th- th- this kid was so unaffected by my anger. He's like, again, same as this other guy. Just completely like, yeah, whatever. You got, are you done now? Here's your coffee. Get the fuck out. We're making your drinks now, bro. We're making them. It wasn't even that. I mean, the guy didn't even, he looked, he, it was all done with his eyes. He never even responded at all. <laughs> oh, really? I was so, and of course, when my wife's with me, she will be like, let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. I mean, how much, what's the worst that they could they accidentally charge you an extra coffee? No. She might on her own, but not, not around me. Because once you stoke, the, you know, you don't want to yeah, stoke yeah. the fire. Because the kids are in the car. And you don't want to ruin the trip to the museum. Everybody can't be yelling at the same the kid, time. Yeah, absolutely. So, did you have any uh, similar experiences? Uh, you know what? Not not offhand, but I I do have um, th- almost the opposite. It's funny that when when you do a drive through, it's so shocking to me when someone is like, "Okay, have a great day, thanks." That I I, sw- I remember it for like the whole day, and it shouldn't be that big of a big deal, or you know, it shouldn't be that big of a deal for someone so. to just go like, "Yeah, have a great day." But when when you order something, they do that. It, it blows my mind. But I'll keep an eye out for um And you guys keep an eye out too and get a hold of us again at uh at Hey My Ben at Stuper Dave Inc. at Hey My Man twenty twelve or give us a call, leave us a message, go to the Facebook page, wherever, and let us know uh what pisses you off customer service wise and we will definitely recognize it. Talk about it, play the audio, whatever we need to do. Do we have a customer disservice outro? Can you tell me where is the customer? One of my favorite things that happened this week, um, it's almost a week old now, so pardon me if there's brand new, uh, if you guys already know about this and you're sick about sick of this, but I wanted to bring it up on the show because it made me laugh so damn hard, and Dave, I know you watch a lot of these like obscure cable shows. I do. Um, <clears throat> National Geographic Channel, which doesn't show that much cool stuff like you think it would. Like or, African boobies? Like Yeah, or like... I wish that they would show more Tupperware plates in people's bottom <laughs> lips, but it's like they don't. Every time I turn on, I'm like, Just too many me. PCBs. They don't use Tupperware. I'm like, let me see one uh, teacup coaster in someone's ear, and then I'll change the channel. But I, but life is good. And that doesn't happen until, until I say so. So yeah, but I know you watch like uh, Pawn, I, Star King, I, I, Trade, I, I, I Barter I, Wars. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> or whatever they are. I don't watch any of those but i had heard about this show it's on national geographic it's called snake salvation and it takes place in uh kentucky if you, if you can wrap your head around this yeah it takes place damn in, it it takes place in kentucky where uh i know you're gonna say vermont <laughs> nope 
Nope. You're upstate New York. Nope. Takes place in Kentucky. And honestly, I didn't, I haven't seen much of it, really any of it other than the awesome highlights. But I, so I don't know specifically what religion, but I mean, you can ballpark. Pentecostal. Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it crazy religion. Yeah, Pentecostal. Or pastor. Pentecostal. Pentecostal. Same, same difference. That's some weak ass thinking. You, you equivocating like a motherfucker. I'm being redundant. Pentecostal pastor Jamie Coots suffered the fatal attack while preaching to his Kentucky con- congregation. Now, <laughs> when we say snake salvation, what this is is they do, I don't know if it's like a normal service, but they have their worship service, but then they all kind of celebrate and the dude, the main guy, Coates, plays with these venomous poison snakes. What's, I guess what's uh, important to note is that they, they don't worship the snakes. The whole point of the snakes is no. to show that uh, God allows this guy to play with a dangerous animal and it, God protects him. It's to show that the faith will not allow him to be injured, hurt, or anything by these you know, these. Is that right? See, that's what I was looking up a little bit of it online today, and I was trying to figure out: is is it pulling from a certain scripture, or is there a a story? And I know you had yeah. There's a there's a specific Bible passage that says, I guess, that uh, God protects you know will protect from these these specific people from. But this is my thing: venomous to have thirty seconds on a damn soapbox. When people keep taking this book and taking the parts that they like about it and pulling it out. And then they go, well, this is what it says. So we're going to go hardcore and we're going to go stupid and play with snakes. It used to upset me and I'd be like, you're screwing with it and you're making it weird. Now I just, now I just, it just makes me laugh. I just enjoy it. I, Cause what are you going to do? You can argue over like, Hey, you're misusing well, the scripture. Well, what happened? But it's like, you're all misusing it. Tell so, us what happened. So what happened? This guy plays with snakes Every every week he plays with snakes and he goes, "Look, God's protecting me." Well, God stopped protecting him for a minute, and and the snake God sneezed. God, God was like, "Yeah, God, God, God had ADD." He's like, "They're playing with snakes. They're playing with snakes." Hey, is that a? He's like, "Hey, get the phone, get get the phone, get the oh God, hold on a second. Well, this is Mike with. You've been selected to receive a complete digital satellite system for free. Yeah, I gotta go, and then he comes back. And right, I'm, like, I'm just oh, I'm happy with my coverage, so I'm good. <laughs> like, well, it's a pretty good deal. It's just I'm supposed to be uh, watching Jamie Coots in Kentucky. <laughs> right. He goes, "Ooh, a nimbulous cloud." <laughs> Fuck, what happened? And he looks down. So, and one of the the package deals of these guys playing with snakes is if it's God's will, then it's God's will. And what that means in uh, non idiot terms is if I get bit by this snake. Don't don't let the EMTs near me. Yeah, they don't need them near me. I don't. I'm going to prove to my the followers, the congregation, congregation. that uh, flock. This, this is where this is where God steps in. Yeah, if He bites me, it's God's will. God will take care of it. Right. Well, God decided, which is another which is another <laughs> beauty of this religion. It's like He'll protect me. It's God's will. He'll bite me. Well, it's God's will. All right, it's sweet. What it is good deal. Well, it's something. So where is he now? He's dead. Oh, so he got bit by a snake. Uh, the paramedics, EMTs came, they rushed to his home because he got bit. You know, I think people got scared and said, oh, this, and they were like, let's call this a wrap. Throw your money in the plate. Right. Uh, uh, you know, you don't, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Right. The other elders were like, you need to get him out of here before they see him die. Let's because it's going to, it's going to ruin everything we've worked for. He's starting to ooze green shit. Right. Go, 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 go. So everybody left. He went to his Kentucky home. EMTs were rushed there. Um, and he didn't let them work on him. He said, no, send him away. I don't want anything to do with God's going to fix me. Well, he died because that's what happens when you get bit by a super poisonous snake. 
So uh, <laughs> they won't have a season two of Snake right. Salvation. Well, maybe they'll just use a different guy. But he, well, here's the, here's the kicker: his son, who is twenty one, I believe, Jamie Coots Jr. My daddy played with snakes, and by God damn it, if I don't play with snakes myself as well, uh, so his son played with the same. And I love how we say played. <laughs> this is even better because I can't. Handled. T- I can't take it seriously. Right. No, they're they're fucking playing with snakes, dude. Uh, his son, who's twenty one, played with the same snake this past. They had a service. You got again. him, but you ain't getting me. Listen, he goes, if my daddy, I, I, man, I wish I could find that line somewhere. His daddy before he him. said something. He said something to the effect of like, like if my daddy was alive right now, he'd reach up and snatch me bald headed if he found out I quit playing with snakes. And that's, I don't know, no, that's not an exact quote, but yeah. So he he basically what? said like, it's if it's God's will, it's God's will. I can't let all this hard work of snake playing go to waste. Well, so what I about have to keep snake? What playing. about in season two? What if we abandon the snake and we move up to we we up the ante to maybe a bear, a lion, a tiger, something cool? They could get SeaWorld to sponsor, and it could be uh like a it could be Killer Whale Salvation, a Doberman, George Zimmerman. There's a ton of things that we could put in there. George Zimmerman Salvation. <laughs> They're playing with George Zimmerman. The chances of getting shot are probably pretty good. Now, after the service, I'm going to walk right by this gentleman to my left with a hood on. And if it's God's will, George Zimmerman won't do what he Unfortunately, does naturally to me. It's not Nat Geo and not God's will for a season two of uh, no, Snake Salvation. All I right. like your idea of finding other salvations, though. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like uh, fire ant salvation. <laughs> Lord, take these fire ants off. George my... Zimmerman salvation is the best one. That is the best. I mean, it works out. A couple people are employed. We, you know, we keep George Zimmerman busy. I think it's great. We know where he's at at all times. Speaking of disastrous train wrecks, the uh, you sent me a link to the uh, NASCAR. Uh, I th- they had their opening ceremony yesterday, right? Yes. I don't watch NASCAR. You don't watch NASCAR. Uh, I assume you don't watch. Please tell me you don't watch NASCAR. No, I don't give a shit about NASCAR. They did do this thing though. There was a rain delay for hours, so they played an old race. I guess just just to show it, keep so, wet people's like so like was, the Cubs games where they play like an old an old yeah. Cubs game from the eighties. Yeah, it was like I don't know, last year's or something. So like millions of people are watching it, thinking like, my God's winning. He's he's <laughs> wait in the lead. a second, Dale Senior. <laughs> oh, damn, Petty's looking good. He, he's going into turn seven. This is a bad one for him. <laughs> These don't end up well. <laughs> so what happened during this that was so interesting and funny? Uh, they have, they plugged them as, the name of the band is... It's uh, Madison, Madison Rising. Madison Rising, which was, they described them, this was their entertainment, the the pre, pre-race entertainment. They described them as the most patriotic band. They described themselves that way, that on their website. It's not just the announcer, but they described themselves as the most patriotic band. The most patriotic band. band. Madison Rising. So these guys basically came and played the national anthem or performed the national anthem yeah. prior to the beginning of the race. Instead of having like uh, Carrie Underwood do it like they would normally or something. And after, you know what? We'll let you guys decide whether or not they made a good choice in letting these gentlemen do it. Here, take a listen. Now here to perform our national anthem, please welcome America's most patriotic rock band, Madison Rising. Sounds like someone's ready to ask a game show question. It's a great day to be an American. Remember, boys, the gas is always on the right, and don't need to worry about that brake pedal. Oh, say 
Yes. Yes. You know, he's here has a weird accent. <laughs> Most patriotic band doesn't sound that American. Well, the best part is if you watch the audio, the people are even looking at it like, is this, a, is this for real? Yeah. But it only gets worse. Drivers looking at each other like, this son of a bitch. <laughs> Maybe he'll catch a, uh, a loose tire in <laughs> around corner four. Yeah. Is that fireworks? <laughs> it is fireworks. I kept waiting for Matt Stone and Trey Parker to pop up from behind and be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, break it down halftime. Drop it big. He didn't have to go off key. That's not patriotic. Whoa. And he gets scary and like decides to pull back. He's like, land. <laughs> this is where you're supposed to go. Are those fireworks or are they those things you kids drop on the ground instead of snap pops? <laughs> He's lighting those little black snake circles right now. So that was that abortion, which... Uh, I'm assuming the only reason that we are even we even know about it is because everybody pretty much plugged their nose and said how oh, bad it stunk. You have to see it too. The guy's so it looks like a spoof. Like I, <laughs> I feel like it's uh like some performance art. Like Shia LaBeouf's like, gonna come out from behind the drum set and be like, I was just messing with you guys. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, they both have beards and shit. Yeah, it sounded like uh, like Jackal. Oh, I loved it. It was so funny. But I like how he would get like all aggressive. Like the rocket glare, <laughs> and he'd be like, "Hey, bombs, bitch!" Like it all soft. He he wanted to show all dimensions of his ability. America Costa Buckle Five. <laughs> I love it, man. Oh gosh, what else uh, do you love? I love. I'll tell you what I do love. I love. I'll tell you what I I I loved and. Well, we're waiting. Yeah, get I'm on with it. Starting <laughs> to pull back. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to word this correctly i i love good beer i love craft beer as it's been mentioned once or twice on the show uh i've been going to three floyds for a long long time and uh i for i i made beer you know I've, i got the brewing equipment i've made a bunch of things of beer but i'm starting to get how you i did not agree with you and you're like all these new hockey bandwagon fans and when people like bands that you like and you don't want them to get popular i'm turning that way a hundred percent on craft beer. I do it to everybody, but no, this I'm not. You'll see. Normally, I'm really not normally this way, and I didn't invent beer, and I'm not the first person to have beer, and I'm the first person to like stouts. But I'm starting to. It's starting to get saturated to the point where uh, it's. I sent out a couple things on Twitter. I made a couple stupid pictures. There's a Portlandia skit. I think it's like the first season where like the hip guy is. Uh, walking by the, the cool craft brew up there in Portland. He's walking by the brewery and he looks in and this normal business looking guy is having a beer and he's like, what? Oh, if you're coming here, it's over. This is over. And throughout the skit, like everything the guy right. starts doing, he's like, oh, well, if you're making seashell. Like this is cool now. Yeah. He's like, you're doing seashell art. Thanks for ruining shell art. It's over. Well, that's how I'm getting with, uh, with craft beer. I can't, I can't take it. You going you, back to the Mickey's big mouth. Dude, huh? I'm, 
I'm about to just go. Uh, it's me and some 40 ounces of steel <laughs> reserve because I got to have like a 40 ounce. <laughs> Dude, exactly. It's going to go back to where I used to just slam uh, Colt 45. Coor, I used to drink Coors Light in high school. And like that was it because because corn, <laughs> the band corn drink Coors Light. Some videos from me and my stupid friends were like, oh, let's just do that. It's just the beer they had there that day. What, you know, did they no. endorse Coors Light? They had like this documentary. Like they made oh, like okay. a band video. And, and everywhere they were drinking, it they was were Coors always Light. drinking Coors Light. Yeah. And so we were like, well, we're 16. Let's do that also. Good, good decision making skills, right? But at any rate, dude, you can't go to like, you can't go to uh, McDonald's without them offering you like a three Floyd's right. special edition Dark Lord, and it's just, it's, I'm, I'm, it, the word that people like to use now is if you don't agree with people, now you're a hater, and if you don't with a Z, it, pl- that's if plural. It's plural. Yeah, 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 sure. Of course, it's a Z. If it's plural, backwards, <laughs> right. a backwards Z. Yeah, but no, I'm getting to you've the point been now. pwned. I'm exactly I'm getting to the point now where it's like making me mad when I see people everyone is posting pictures of them with their beer (laughs) and this is should be a good thing I should go like finally the world's on to this I can't believe it everyone's enjoying great beer for everyone great beer for everyone but it's not that way I'm like I can't handle seeing like a five foot three uh a tiny blonde girl holding up like a a double uh, coffee stout and being like, this is delicious. I'm just like, just oh, makes, I was, I was raving about coffee stout five years ago, bitch. Yeah. If you're, you know what and you were saying? Like gross coffee and beer. It's like, if you guys are going to drink a double Bach with uh, notes of coconut in it, then it's fucking over, dude. It's over. It is. So over. I'm starting to hate. I'm starting to hate on it. That and the fact that I'm having trouble drinking beer lately. Yeah, you were you were knocked out after having three beers for like an entire. What was day. up? That's I'm sorry. I, it's too hoppy for you, man. No, I think that I like I said, like I've brewed super hoppy shit. I think here's my here's my mm-hmm. here's my theory. Here's my theory. I've made beer. My main goal in life is to never drink that beer again. Right. But I uh, I think that maybe I'm hating on it so bad that like I can't. My body's rejecting it. <laughs> It's so over. Craft beer is so... Your mind and body have become one. Craft beer is so over that, yeah, that my body's like, oh, get this wonderful, delicious, tasty, high-alcohol beverage out of you now. Is it? It's not... It's the people, though. They've done it. it. Well, here's the thing. It was never mine. It was never my little secret, but I literally used to be able to go to Three Floyds during a lunch break. You know what I mean? You could just go right. there. Like, if you got an hour, you could sneak away and... No issue. I mean, you go there with a Well, group. if you went back to work drunk, that might have been a problem, but... <laughs> you have to prove that I did right. it. You have to prove it happened. But yeah, we used to go to a group of five or six during a lunch break, which means you can't wait. You'd have time to get a beer or two and food. But now if you go... I mean, you got to stand in line, I guess. I haven't been there in... I don't know about during the year. day. This wasn't the day. This was like 8 o'clock at night. Your lunch break's at 8 o'clock at night? Yeah, I worked like a 4 to 2. Oh, shift. okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I literally went... During the evening, no, I gotcha. it wasn't an issue. So, well, their uh, food is great and their beer is good. So you got to wait in line. I mean, that's it's, it's a small building. What do you want? But but that's what I'm saying is like I think that since I used to have such you a, should get a pass. Like no, since I've been I've been down since day one pass. And yeah. you know that like the the um, the fast pass you get at Great America. I want old school hipster pass. Right there you go. Old school hipster pass. You got to wear the beanie in indoors. But that would the, show the that I'm beanie. new school hipster. What's, I'm still wearing the same dirty flannel, so that's my. This is my like laminated grunge. My, yeah, this hipster. is my laminated pass right here. 
but I don't want to. It's, it's too loose. It needs to be much tighter. <laughs> Again, that's the new hipster. Gotcha. I'm old school hipster. I'm Eddie Vedder hipster, <laughs> uh, which you love. So, yeah, it's. It, but I, I don't even. It's not that I want to have great access. I want other people to not. Gotcha. I want them to not want to go. Let me tell you something. You don't have to elaborate. You are speaking my language. <laughs> I guess. Is this how you feel about hockey? That's why you walked away? Yeah, probably. You know what? In a year or two from now, people won't care about hockey anymore, and I'll be back. And then and I, can still, and I can still have it. Yeah, I'll be back. But I don't think people are going to get over good beer. I think, dude, I think it's the... Can I, I'm, I'm sexist, I guess. Is this on, is on, is Join the, the club. It's, it's the women. That is Same thing that happened with the hockey. I used to think it's cool. Like, oh, it's kind of hot. The chick likes good beer. But you, no, it's over, dude. It's over. I want to be drinking the $5 pint. She can drink the, you know, $1.25 Miller Lite. Just she mark my words right she now. She doesn't understand what's the difference. It's a it's a waste. First off, your palate's way off. You have right. no idea. And then you're breastfeeding in public. It's a whole thing. She's drinking a stout. I heard her tell somebody. I heard her tell somebody she was drinking a porter. She thought a porter was a stout. That stupid bitch. It's not an IPA. It's a pale ale. You <laughs> idiot. Just dump it on her <laughs> <laughs> Just dump it right. A lager is not a pilsner. Get the f out. At first Come they on. breastfeed in public, then they're playing fantasy football. What's next? <laughs> so am I? <laughs> exactly. So am I? Am I a, a dick for not wanting people to enjoy? My You're a dick, room? but it's fine with me. Yeah, like I cool. said, welcome to the club. It's over, dude. I feel like I feel like I'm I'm like uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine, and are slowly you, but are you surely slowly getting the Sith way. Slowly waste? but surely, you're becoming Darth uh, Vader. Uh, Oh God, I don't know. The other thing that's killing me, it's not it, potholes are bad every year, and that makes. So it, when you hit a pothole, I don't know. Tell me if you have this when you're driving and you see a big pothole and it's unavoidable. You just know you're gonna hit it. The the anticipate. I w- I think I would I would have less tension if somebody said stand over by the wall. I'm going to run and I'm gonna. I'm going to front kick you right in the chest. <laughs> like that feeling that I had right before you made contact right. is about half of what I get when I'm about to hit a pothole. Like I clench my teeth, my whole body gets, because not only do I think, hey, this is going to suck, but all I can think of is like, this is going to fuck my car up. Yeah, if I have to get out and change a tire, I'm going to be real pissed. It's going to screw up my my shocks, my right. struts, whatever else you call those things that are under there. It's going to screw up. I'm going to have to pay money. I guess my concern is this. I'll avoid the potholes, but I know when my wife's driving, all she's going to- won't, dude. <laughs> For everyone that I avoid and take the time to avoid in my car, yeah, my wife is going to drive directly into it while She's blasting country music, yes, and singing along and be like the car will be like, I, it just it it terrifies me uh. to think what's being what's going on because I'll call her all the time, you know, on their way home or whatever, and she never answers. And then when I get in the car in the garage and I turn the key on or, you know, push the button, the music is blaring at the top volume. So I'm assuming it's like completely oblivious. I just imagine her driving through red lights, you know, crashing through potholes, whatever. So I'm not so concerned about me. The thing that pisses me off is I told you about my, my buddy Fuzz. I told you about him last week. He went to Europe a couple times and he said when he went to Germany, he's like, the roads are immaculate. He's like, Autobahn, man. What the hell? So what? I just like to say Autobahn, and I never really get an opportunity to. <laughs> right on. Autobahn. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. All that <laughs> shit. But he said that, and Germany gets cold weather, right? They get summer. They get winter. They get all that. I try to stay away from Germany. but <laughs> Every time I go to I've that, seen, that I've beautiful seen, land. I've seen uh, pictures. Listen, the roads in the motherland look right. fantastic. <laughs> they, uh, but he said, yeah, he he was going on and on about it. He's like, dude. 
There's no cracks. There's no potholes. There's nothing. And uh, so I started doing like a little bit of Google research. Hey, Fuzz, fuck you, all right? <laughs> Fuzz was like, you know, the most superior roads in the whole world. I would say <laughs> if I had to choose one, if there was a master roadway, <laughs> if there was one asphalt that was better, better than, than most other <laughs> asphalts put together, let's say it wasn't like a uh, in Germany, they have. Good asphalt. In other countries, it's like a mix of like right. there's a little concrete, there's dark stones, there's light stones. <laughs> right. Let's just say it doesn't work as well when they all come together. But yeah, he was going on about how wonderful they are, and it was just pissing me off. So I started googling, and the way they fix theirs is they like they it takes longer, it costs more money, but you you fix it and you do it right. Like you you cut the whole thing out, and then when they lay new asphalt, it's a better well, they have people driving 160 miles an hour on them, so they better make sure that they don't think that. Oh yeah, they do. There's no speed limit. But it doesn't mean people go 160. I would, wouldn't you? No. If you say, okay, so there's no families in Germany. Yeah, they live <laughs> fast, man. <laughs> no, dude. Just because there's no speed limit, I don't think people go nuts. Dude, have you ever heard German techno? You think you could drive slow to that? Exactly. Exactly. Well, look, game, set, and match. What else we got? You can drink whatever you want in Germany. Right. At any age. Do they have a shitload of drunks? Yeah. Oh, not nearly as bad as here. Not even even close. I would hope the decision-making process is is, is relative to the drinking. No. I'm going to look this up next week, but I bet you like the DUI, you know, the the alcohol-related deaths, driving, I bet you it's dwarfed in this country. Oh, absolutely. Well, so why America's is that? bigger? Like, what's far greater per size cap, per, per capita? Then I don't because they don't care about that kind of stuff. No, because they just they they know what they're doing. They Autobahn, man. No, I don't think so. Okay, but anyway, so they're going one sixty, so the road should be good. But I don't. It's pissing me off that every time I see where where these huge Grand Canyons are that I'm that like are making my feelings. It made me think of boobies. <laughs> they're making my feelings fall out, right? But uh. Then you see the road workers that just have this big stupid truck full of of, of hot rocks that they just <laughs> they throw in the hole and they just hit it with a shovel and like and they just walk. Sometimes they don't even hit it. Sometimes they just throw shit in the hole and then they walk. Like there's still a pile yeah, I, of rocks there. Well, they know you'll, you'll smash it, right? it down. Yeah, they'll, you'll smash it down. It's yeah, not going to we'll last anyway. And they need to have a job so they can come back out and fill that but hole again. That's my point. Fix it right. Fix it. No, they need fix jobs, it. job security. It's never fixed. And then when they put a whole new beautiful road, that's fucked up in like two years. So my complaint is stop the semi customer disservice is is the street workers that are just throwing hot rocks and stupid holes. You hear that, street workers? Hot, hot rocks, rocks and stupid holes. That's gonna be the name of my next album. Hot rocks and stupid holes. Uh, before we get out of here, I want to talk. I don't know why we haven't, but uh, we're both watching True Detective. I don't want to speak yeah. for you, uh, but I, it's dude. It's got to be, unless this thing no, takes a nasty turn for the worst. I'm I'm calling it right now the best single season television show oh. in the history of television. Wow! Don't don't get crazy. I'm not. I, yeah, I'm I, saying I foresee I that it's say, not over yet. I thought you were going to say this is the best show in television. No, it's a That's single a, yeah, season sure. because every season it's going to be an, at least new actors and a new story. So I'm not saying as a because. But the first season of Breaking Bad was fantastic too. Yeah, but this is a single season show. What I'm telling you is it won't ever be a second season of it with this story. So you're saying if for if you were to take any show 
any show that you you've ever some seen. Weird category that is the best yeah. of. This is the if best one season one show. Season show. Think of any other show, any other show that didn't make it beyond one season. And the reason, even this show is going to have a second season, but it's going to be a different writer, director, and different actor. How long was Trapper John on TV? I don't know. All right, no, but I'll wait on that. Maybe this is the, the you know the only show in its category. But I would say I don't want to call it the best show ever until it's all it's said and done show and wrapped up. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> and Woody Harrelson, where they're cops on HBO and they're chasing a weird. It's story. an amazing story. Yeah. Awesome acting. I mean, I, I, I just can't, I can't say enough about it's it. It's shot. I mean, I don't like super hot. I chicks. don't, I don't know much about like producing, but it, but it looks amazing. Like it's shot. I do. What, what do you got? What do you need? Any questions? It just Concerned. looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Like the no, way they does. shoot it is great. The sound is awesome. Um, it, almost, it has a really old, old look to it. It's so, uh, like we talked about the first couple, it's so gray. Like it's very, uh, uh, Almost hopeless, like bleak. Yes. Well, they do. They do a really good job of costume and set design. Like when they go back and forth between the time periods and stuff, and and even the actors, you know, acting a little bit aged, like you know, a little bit rougher around the edges when they're older character, and you know, from what I've seen so far, man, it's fantastic. So if you're not watching True Detective on HBO on Sunday nights, you better start. Matthew well, it's Mc- almost over. There's only three more episodes. Oh, is that And right? then you'll be able to see the entire season. It'll be nine? Probably on nine the, total? Yeah, Netflix. I think it's nine total. I know there's three more, so five, eight Oh, it's total. HBO. Eight it will be on Netflix. You're going to have to find Well, whatever. It. Hulu or wherever the hell HBO it's going to be. Go, HBO on HBO Go. To watch it on your phone like me. The last thing I wanted to talk about before we leave, it just happened today. Uh, director, actor, creator, writer, Harold Ramis passed away. Lover. Okay. To somebody. To um, somebody. To somebody. <clears throat> he passed away. Um, I didn't... I I guess it was complications from some sort of uh, uh, autoimmune disease that he had. I feel bad now because I was saying, like, Caddyshack goes, meh. It's not like that's what put him in. He did, like, he heard the podcast and he was like... Yeah. Man, We're I'm gaining just... listeners, dude. What if one of them was Harold Ramis? Well, then we lost one. Uh, this is just not... How... Now it really sucks. Now it's really bad. I, you know what? Here, here's what I have to say. Harold Ramis was acted in, directed, wrote, whatever, was a part of a lot of really cool movies. Well, he shaped a lot of the, the big ones that you remember as kids. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, and in our, yes, in our generation. Yeah. Not my, not the next gen. But I guess we finally get closure on the uh, Ghostbusters reunion. Because I know Bill Murray said he wouldn't do it unless they were all there. So that's yes, it for that. Dude. Which I'm happy about. But he... um. Stripes, right? Stripes. 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 I think he wrote and directed and acted and was one of the lead characters. He Stripes, actually sure. was behind that last weird one that with Michael Sarah. It was like um, yeah. history, uh, history, year one, something like that. Year yes, one, year, year one. one. I like that movie. Yeah, I didn't think it was that and, bad. Uh, the, it has one of the Knocked funniest. up with Seth Rogen. He's behind that he's, he's in it. He plays his dad. I don't know what else, oh, he, what yeah. else he did, but there's a lot of... I guarantee if you look at his IMDb, it's, it's as long as... Uh, but that's cool that... A lot of the really the movies that made big impressions on a lot of people, especially our age when we were kids, he's also you know up until just very recently, still got the funny, still bringing it, and he's connected to you know if you, they always play that Kevin Bacon game like uh, Six Degrees or whatever to Kevin Bacon, you could do seven. that with you could do the Seven Degrees. <laughs> I played five because because you're you know that why? good. Yeah, actually I'm, the wait, you know why because I'm smart. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but go ahead. Yeah, but. You could do that with Harold Ramis, uh, but real life as far as being connected. You know what I mean? He's got connections to, to Steve Martin, 
Bill Murray. Let's Dan just Ashley, real Chevy quick. Chase. Caddyshack, National Lampoon's Vacation, Club Paradise, uh, Groundhog Day, Stuart Saves His Groundhog family. Day is one of my fa- I love Groundhog Day. I oh, am, yeah, me too. Multiplicity, uh, that's a Michael Keaton joint. Um, analyze This, Bedazzled, Analyze That, The Ice Harvest, and uh, The Atlanta. The Ice Harvest? Yep, I love that movie. Turkey Lurkey. I really like that movie. Uh, year One um, and The Office. He directed a couple episodes of The Office as well. Yeah. So the guy, the guy, he kind of, I mean, there's a few clunkers, but he knew what funny was. He had a very good eye for it. Though, I mean, obviously, then you still have uh, Meatballs, uh, Caddyshack, Stripes. He was part of SCTV, Back it w- to School. It wasn't a he wrote the screenplay for Back to School, Amazing. Armed and Dangerous, obviously Ghostbusters. Harold Ramis wasn't afraid to show a booby either. He'd throw boobies in that movie. I think that was just an 80s staple. Well, he was. I, I think that movie didn't get greenlit. Par- it didn't make it through the Academy or the. Uh, Harold Ramis is like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with stripes. What do you think? The guy read it. They're going to have to have a peephole in the shower. I could do that. You want boobies? I'll give you boobies. No problem. Um. So goodbye, Harold Ramis. Right on, man. And goodbye to you guys. And we'll see you next week for episode 62. Make sure you check out on Friday nights. The Fallout Shelter www.kfugradio.org. Our buddy over there, Jason Fallman. I am the Fall Guy, dude. At Jason Fallman on Twitter has a radio show which you can pick up. Uh, you don't have to be in California, but if you are, um, I believe it's, uh, I say this every time, I believe it's 6 to 8 and it is 8 to 10 here or something. Just check it out. You go on their website, you'll check it out. Yeah. But um, you could listen to, you could stream it live and uh, hear all the uh, hijinks over there at the Fallout Shelter with Jason Fallman. You sillies. Just to tease next week, uh, I want to talk about the movie Fruit Vale Station. It should be up for an Academy Award and some really stupid invention ideas I'm coming up with. All right. See you next week. <laughs>
Ha, ha, ha.